It's affordable. Melissa's trigger, and as promised, sex in the time of coronavirus. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. (laughs) By the way... Yes, the, um, the gent who gave you that candle that you light every single week. Oh, I week. do. It's it's my it's my ritual candle. Tomorrow's yes. his birthday. <gasps> You're kidding? Not kidding. Oh, what do you get a king for his birthday? That's a very good question. You'll have to ask his queen and his oh. little princess what he's oh. getting for his birthday. Oh. But for now, it's a shout out on our show. Hey, Rusty, happy birthday! Very I hope good. it's a great one. It's a good name too. I hope it's a great one. I hope you are treated quite well and that there's cake. I hope you eat as well as George. I hope you live as well as George. Whatever. Um, So, yeah, happy birthday. Happy, 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 happy birthday. And one more quick shout out to our uh, one-time editor and long time ago editor and hopefully still sometime listener. Not even sure if he's a listener anymore. but And friend. And friend is where I was going. Our good friend, John Buchanan. John John Buchanan. Had a little bit of a quickie health scare. He is all the way on, um, on the long walk up Mending Mountain, but... Uh, he was having a little bit of a nervous go there. So we're thinking about you and continue doing the right thing and getting healthy and not being sick and sad because sad sickness sucks, as we all know. So if, John, you are listening to this in a drive through line <laughs> right now, <laughs> you are doing the wrong thing. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I mean, it, you don't know. It could I, be a drive. It could be a sad drive. It could be a drive through for a COVID test, in which case you're doing the right thing. <laughs> any any drive through Get out of it right now. It could be a drive through for a strip club car wash. It could be that kind of a drive-through. I can't is that be good really, for his heart. Is that really so bad? I can't be good for his heart. Well, it'll definitely get something pumping. All right, pumping. we're thinking of you. Be be well. Rest up, and for God's sake, don't listen to us. Okay, find some other credible. Find some any credible resource to listen to. You're on our minds. Uh, so it's not only Rusty's birthday. You just had a birthday. You know I did. Could you, because as many times as I poloed or texted, you were crickets. So what happened? How was your birthday? It's difficult for me because everybody wants to, it's so thought, I'm surrounded by a ton of very thoughtful, very loving people. And right at the time when things are happening, that's when everybody's like, oh gosh, it's her birthday. Let's, let's give her a little jingle. Let's give her a text. Let's beep, 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 beep. So everything was happening. And you know me, I, my hands are only so big. I can't hold my phone and anything else. So when the phone is going and it doesn't fit, I don't even have a bag to put it into. So it's on the table. It's on the floor. It's lost in the car somewhere. And I actually went out for my birthday. What'd you do? So, whoa, I woke the sleeping dragon as you hear the dog barking. So uh, my husband, super thoughtful as usual, went to the great extreme lengths of finding a very posh shishi restaurant that we've been supporting through takeout all this time. Um, And they have super, super restrictive dining service that they do on a patio with this gigantic fan. Actually, the fan was really... A huge pain in the ass. But anyway, so you're outside. You're There were like, th- I think there were two tables. There were two tables on the entire porch. And then they had a really long, what's normally like a stand-up bar. They had set that up with three tops. So there were five, uh, the opportunity for five people to be there. And that's it. And they wouldn't let any more than four people at the two tables. And then they only had twos along the bar. So this is a lot of detail to tell you. There weren't a whole lot of people there. And everybody was masked up. And honestly, they kicked us out. They, we were sitting there ordering, and I, they had this very fancy steak that we had we sort of pre-ordered, so there was a special cut so that they'd have it, not run out. You know, I don't know how many they had. And as we were ordering it, the guy said, well, and just to let you know from a pacing standpoint, according to North Carolina law, we have to um, ask you to leave at whatever, and our final service is in, is in an hour and a half. We're like, oh, okay. Yeah, so we're still eating our steak and couldn't order dessert because by the time it got around to dessert time, 
uh, hit your two hour mark. The waiter, the the waiter was like, I apologize. I, I, you know, I should have been checking the clock for you to let you know, but we're happy to give you a cordial, but that's it. We're, we're not, we're not, you're not going to get a dessert. Sorry. I'm like, but it's my birthday. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, happy, happy birthday. Bye. (laughs) That's a, put it in a to go. (laughs) They had shut the kitchen. They had shut the kitchen. Uh, and it was like 10 o'clock. It was ridiculous. But I'm, cause it, it wasn't ridiculous. That's their rule. I didn't pay any attention to the rules because I wasn't setting any of this up. So it wasn't even on my mind. And, and who cares? It was a lovely, lovely time. And just to be able to get out, it's so strange and weird because it feels really in the beginning. And then you sort of get into it. And then it starts to feel like nothing at all. And neither one of those are good ways to feel. Because when it starts to feel like this is just, this is the way it always was. No, it ain't. Right. Stop it. Just stop. So, and the one thing that I mentioned was they had the Beyonce fan, as we call it. You know those giant shop fans that they have in warehouses? Sure. They had they had put one in, in the corner to keep airflow definitely going. We were outside. It was just a covered portico, but they had this air flowing. And when I first sat down, it was behind me. And of course, directly across from me was, it was, they only allowed you to have four people at the table. So we went with our friends, Greens Burrito and Tiblet. So we sat down at the table and of course she's directly across from me. And the real challenge with this woman is she's fucking Beyonce anyway. She's super gorgeous on the outside, inside even more so, but outside very gorgeous. And so I sit down and my hair is like, as if my whole face right was covered face. with Vaseline and the hair was blowing from behind was like, so I'm a reverse troll. And then across from me is like, you know, the blonde <laughs> hair just going, waft, waft. You know, it's like perfectly set up. And I was like, yeah, I'm moving my seat. So I got at least got a, I didn't sit in the full on Beyonce chair because then I would be not able to see from, that's a lot of wind. Anyway, so. It was hilarious. It was that strong. It was that strong. It would blow everything all over the table. Like it was, concessions were made. Did the kids treat you real nice? No, but it's fine. They don't, you know, they don't, we don't, I told you already, we don't make a big thing. No. (laughs) The day day before was also another birthday in your house. Was that Mm -hmm. fun too? And we still had the cake meatballs, which was the world's funniest, my Lord. So Rocco doesn't care about cake. And did I tell you this already? Or was I telling my mom? Probably your mom. I was telling somebody, yeah, your mom, yeah. So (laughs) your mom, by the way, is posting on Facebook in in amazing form. Really? Is she doing a good job? She's doing a good job. She's saying, you know, accepting everybody and loving everybody means even those who don't agree with you. And even those like she's she's really she's really uh, inspiring lately. That's so sweet. And you know, my neighbor said the same thing. She's picking up a lot of friends and fans. I mean, that's her that's her bag. That's what she believes. It's not a surprise to me, but um, good. Enjoy. Yeah, it's good, really nice. Good job, mommy. It's nice to hear. Good job. Of course, of, of course, keeping in mind, people think my mother's a fucking saint too. So you never know what's going on behind closed doors. Just saying. Aww. She's got fans well, too. Well, speaking so. of mothers, the best part about this whole thing is the Facebook bogarting that's been happening. So... Um, my husband, God bless him, decided to, he has this very, very small, but rigid vigilante streak. He is the most polite, sweetest. I mean, he makes Stuart look like a crabby, um, curmudgeon most of the time. He's super polite, super sweet, does all the things. But then there's this other slice that's in there, which is, yeah, I'm going to throw a roll of quarters at your car as I pass you on the highway, you know, blazing, going the wrong way. Oh, yeah. So that's in there. That's in there. I've told you this before. So he's a bit of a bad boy. So, I mean, who else would change the radio stations in your car and not give a fuck? That's a sociopath. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Eat a brownie from the center of the pan. Screw and you. So anyway, no, he would never do that, first of all, because I'd kill him. And because the edges are better. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As do we all. So the funny part is he can't let it sit. He just can't let it sit. So when a good friend of ours, mom, who we know through, because we're in lacrosse, it's one of those things where you meet a lot of the extended family. Sure. This is the auntie. This is the cousin because you can't drive to every damn thing. Right. So mom is in town. Mom goes to a lot of events. Mom's great. So mom also watches OWN, which makes Fox look like. Like so liberals. It's most, so it's the most conservative, conspiratorial, 
wow. Uh, I in, in not enough air quotes, triple air quotes, news source. Like, how do so you she, believe what's pouring out of your mouth? Yeah, how can I have a talk with you about anything and know that this is in your brain? Anyway, so she was posting some stuff, and she posted one that was like crazy wackadoo, super wrong. And I just scroll as quick as I can, throw the phone across the room to scroll faster, right? No, no, no. Oh, no, what'd he say? Oh, he, hey, oh, oh, oh. He engaged. He went, yes. He engaged with a friend, a loving friend who has been in our home for parties. That's how close. We love this, love this mom friend. Yes. And he's like, at least it was respectful. Oh, God. He said, um, I would invite you to fact check before you post. And then he like went and did like the Snopes and the bink and the bunk, 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 bunk. Yeah. She didn't say anything. She didn't do anything. It got real quiet. It just didn't. And then we just moved on. But then we heard through the son, who is our friend. He's like, yeah, my mom told me. (laughs) (laughs) I love your husband (laughs) so much. My favorite part is on the second breath. He goes, she said, yeah, I think I went too far with that one. (laughs) (laughs) He got me. He got me. But the real problem is I posted this this sort of like about Rocco, who just had a birthday, is getting ready to go to college. That's part of why this weekend is supposed to be so big. Getting all that shit squared, right? And my neighbor, who was friendly enough, we're, we're friendly to wave, we're friendly to talk about, he's got cars, you see them when he drives by, we'll post back and forth, post socially back and forth about cars at all the mixer get-togethers. We chat for, you know, 30 seconds. It's not, we're, we're not super close, but it's absolutely friendly, right? Right. He doesn't live that far away. Oh, and he came over into our house to walk through our house. Because when he built, he wanted he wanted some ideas in terms of I'm building. Can I see what you've done? Because I'm going to be on the same block. Okay. So a little bit of that. And when he was building, we would go down and say, oh, good job, whatever. Yeah, staircase looks great. All that stuff. Okay. And that is how we learned that he has an entire room dedicated for his guns. So he is very conservative and has a gun safe that is the size of a room. I'm just painting that picture to let you know that when he very gently posted on my child's happy birthday post on Facebook, all he said was, we may have different politics, but at least your taste in cars is excellent. And a little smiley face. To me, that is glorious. That is, I like the rival football team and I still wish you happy birthday. Perfect. Is There's this nothing wrong with this. Is this because he saw him washing the disco? Is this because he, he posted? Saw him? He posted on it was my I had posted about my child and I included mention of the right. car right. and my relationship with this neighbor is to make nice comments back and forth about his cars and when All we right. see you in the street. I still don't like the we have different politics. That still makes I had me, just like, cringe po- a little. But well, well. So it. I I just put a little smile. I just thought it was thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Face right. I thought it was like a cute little joke. I didn't even take it as a jab. My husband. Who need I remind you, whose page this is fucking not his page, <laughs> goes on there and it's seconds. Like, I'm in the other room. And I hear the phone go, gifling, gifling, gifling. Oh, no. Yeah. So I'm like, what the? Oh. Go on the thing. And underneath it, here comes the paragraph. And he's like, yeah, we may have differences in politics because Trump is a happy geek. Oh, wow. blah, 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 he really blah, blah. engaged with super, the terrorists. No, it was super incendiary. It was, it was even if you're going to respond with a, I see your jab and I give you a tiny wink jab back. It wasn't that. It was, you open the door, here come the cannons. It was a terrible <laughs> response. And I, before I had the foot speed to go into the other room to say something to him, I at least had the presence of mind to do two things. I started to type, like, shut up, Brian, and take that shit off my wall. And then I thought, oh, I have the power you can delete it. I am an all-powerful being. Delete. So I deleted my husband and left my neighbor. Boom. And then I walked out into the other room and said, get your shit and don't you pakaka paka. But it's interesting because we talked about this at the birthday dinner. And the woman's looking at me going, mm-hmm. And the man is looking at my husband going, yeah, I, th- I think that's okay. I think Amy's in the foul. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, you're a stupid douchebag idiot. Shut up. You don't know nothing. Here's what you know. Soup. Nothing. I nothing. Think that's okay. Yeah, you could say whatever you want on your And then he page. went into this long, stupid tirade about like, yeah, but if I if it was like sports, that's like a jab. That's like a guy thing. And I'm like, this is not a guy thing. Put your dick away. This is a dick thing. Dear listener. I know what a guy thing is. That's not this. 
dear listener, when is it okay to engage with a terrorist? We've talked about this before. <laughs> but he's um, not a terrorist. He wasn't being a terrorist. Right. That's like walking past his house with your dog on a Saturday and taking a shit on his porch because he likes the opposite team. Like that's what this was. He wasn't he wasn't doing terrorist activity. He was just living with guns and a strong <laughs> proclivity for the other team. I got news for you. His direct neighbors, his direct neighbors are gay and gay and they love each other with the kisses and the whole thing. And guess how much they get along with him? Great. They get along with him great. And he gets along with them great. And they have this kind of a healthy, we may disagree on politics, but But happy yeah. birthday, nice here's, car. <laughs> here's the tomatoes from my garden. And, and oh, I'm so sorry my dog crapped in your yard. And easy, it's easy, it's easy. That yeah, does not require. There's no reason <laughs> to. <laughs> right, there's no reason to start a fight. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm tending, I love your husband. I'm tending to agree with you here that there's really no reason to have poked that specific bear. Not especially- there, not then. It's like in church. If you're in the back of church and somebody says something about your sports team, you don't start fist fighting in church. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about take that. that sh- take that shit outside. You wouldn't fist fight in temple. Is it I- temple? I'm a New Yorker. We would fist fight anywhere over no, our No, you teams. would not. You would leave. You would leave. I know how you act. I know how you would go outside and slit the tires. And guess what? And yeah, can't film yourself. True. Film yourself doing it. Come back in and slide that person the text. So I know how this happens. You just don't do it in the place. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I'm just having a random example, not based on any fact. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened before. There's no personal experience. Um, did you Google dog's third eyelid after we left last week? I did, damn it. Um, I would like to say... <laughs> Wow, Melissa, once again, you're very brilliant. And thank you for the quick education. Guess what, gang? Dogs do indeed have a third eyelid, and it comes in from the side to protect them from debris and to keep that eye lubricated. It sure does. Follow me for more tips on fuckyouamy.net. It's so creepy. It's so creepy because some dogs sleep with their eyes not completely closed. But well, I've seen it in my dog, but I don't think about it. Now that, I, now that I've looked it up. I know on my dog's eye, because I'm, you know, I'm looking at his face. I know there's that thing there, but, I mean, that's like saying, can you identify every part of the canine tooth? Well, there's no. the... Yeah, so it's like, I don't know from your fucking eye, but when I looked it up, I was like, oh, yeah, that's in there. Um, my husband this morning said to me, I didn't realize how conservative you are. Who, you? And I thought... Who, you, the wife? You, him? You, yeah. him, the one that he's... <laughs> You're going to need to follow that up with some more information because this sounds like you've been drinking and it's only uh, seven fifteen. What what could you be conserving? Okay, go, go go. So he's so I when it comes to going away for this week, I don't want to go far. I don't want to go anywhere to be honest. But I, like I said, they're doing our floors, so we got to get out of Dodge. I'm trying to be as close to home as careful as possible. I don't really let the kids go out anywhere. I don't want to see people. I, I'm really, he's like, <laughs> I didn't know how conservative you are. He said, but I think I should have because if it were up to you, all of our money would be in a savings account and you'd check it once a week and make sure it was growing just consistently and steady with whatever return. And I, I don't, I'm, I'm not a risk taker. I, I am, Is that true? Is that true? I, I am risk true? averse. I am, what? yeah. Why? When? Every what? time no. every time he says, let's try this, let's do this, my answer is, mm, it's safer too, and I always pull back reins. The only thing I'm willing to risk on is, is, sexual. is, is my husband because he <laughs> is... He is what I... That's who I... Way, that's a nicer way to say it. Trust, be it... <laughs> financially usually or he's a good bet he's a good bet yeah so I'm willing to bet on him because he's an incredible like entrepreneurially hard worker like I'm I'm willing to to put all my eggs in that basket but Stewart's the kind of guy where it's not even possible to fail but if there was some universe where he was failing in the process of failing he would be going well what can we do while we fail Right. Is there some other way that we can succeed I've got while this we parachute. fail? I've got this parachute. Everybody, <laughs> maybe come I with can me. stitch it. Maybe I can stitch it into a coffin on the way down because I will be dead. But I mean, he just there's no failing with Stuart. Right. There's so, not. so when it comes to going away and seeing people and this virus, um, dear listener, I know you're waiting for our closing segment, "Sex in the Time of Corona." Bow, bow, bow. 
You'll wait. I know. You have, I, have faith. <laughs> I have faith in you. You came here for a reason, and I will not disappoint oh. you. So, yeah, I, I, he called me conservative this morning, and I spit out my oat drink. <laughs> I know, but I, I have to. It's vanilla oat drink, if that helps. I, look, at all. I make a, I make a sound, but I make a mean oat drink that's actually delicious. But it's just the, the sound of it. It's kind of gag. But I'm sure it's great. I did because I know it can taste great, and you're super healthy. So okay, yeah, I'm super healthy. Talk to the box of Entenmann's chocolate frosted donuts that screams my name every day. No, no, yeah, yeah. And your answer is fuck you, donuts. My answer is get inside my belly, and they do. I they listen to me. I have that power. I knew a girl in college who used to chew a Snickers bar and then spit it into a cup. And then obviously I don't know this girl because you you must have dropped that shit like a stone because she didn't want to swallow it. She wanted the taste in her mouth, but she didn't want all of the calories. So she used to chew it, chew it, chew it and then spit it into a paper cup. We we yeah, that's called bulimia. That's not a good (laughs) that's not a good Snickers. I'm not laughing at bulimia, but yes, it's it's a mental thing. Right. So we had friends who were on the farm floor. They were in the ag department Delaware so every every party there would be cups around that had that had from dipping spit in it so it yeah. would be like tobacco in a cup and then I came across as I'm cleaning up from the party I found, where is this by the way is it just mean they're down by the field house is that why they're on I've never heard of the farm floor I don't even know where well we is. were living on Ray Street we were oh, fine. so yeah so it's just housing. it's just it's just proximity closer to yes. the giant fields of if you're going to be a veterinary science or something else like or ag science you're just closer to the thing that is way outside of town so okay yeah got it yeah so I'm cleaning up all these cups from a party and I'm like up somebody you can never also when you're hanging out with people who dip you can never drink a random beer you have to know you can't just be dumb either i've had more than my share of bong water because i'm an idiot but yeah it's gross that's a that's a different issue altogether it's just Um, because i picked this like this is a liquid i would drink it this looks like my beer liquid yeah right i'm not so i get to this cup and it's got like kind of chewed peanuts in it (laughs) (laughs) oh yikes who's dipping peanuts and that's when i discovered it was time to hospitalize yeah i'm on the wrong i'm on the wrong floor (laughs) i was definitely on the wrong floor yeah i need to not be near the ag floor no those were great guys i just didn't understand initially why you would go to college if you're taking over your parents farm like you got all it's harder than you fucking think have you been watching the united shades of america with w kamal bell have you I heard have. Of? I, I yes. He the uh, one of the episodes so deals with the deals with the American farm, and it's it's it is so upsetting because um, that industry that business is far more challenging than our perceptions would allow. So yeah, and they send every one of their kids to college so they can come back and figure out how to make two more cents on this only one cent margin product that they devote their entire generational history to doing. So so there's a logic to it. It is a business and it's it's an incredibly difficult low margin business business to be in. <laughs> My initial- That's why you spitting in a cup. My initial naive um, thought was get your on the job training, but you're right there. You're going to need to, you're the future of this and you're going to need to save our business is what they sent them away for. That's right. That's right. I later became quite aware of that. And also to get drunk with me and the hockey team down at the field house. So anyway, uh, I mean, maybe just as a random non-evidence-based example. And spit into cups (laughs) that Amy later drinks. No, no, no. You know. No, no. I'm yeah, much yes, older yes. now. I'm I'm much older now. Wiser. <laughs> older and wiser now. Really? Good. Okay, good. <laughs> good for nice. you. <laughs> nice. Nice. It, she can be taught. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I have a trigger. What's that? I really discovered it recently, having teenagers, but in the world as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah and my yeah. trigger is hearing the phrase, Oh. it's not fair. <laughs> okay. I I can't hear that without feeling a switch flip in me <laughs> unless I'm going to breathe my way through it, unless I'm going to eat three more donuts. It's not fair. I mean, who taught you the word fair? When my kids would say that when they were little, which all kids do, 
I made it very clear from the first time I heard it, the only thing in life that is fair, and I don't want to tell a small kid, life's not fair, but the only things that are fair, I won't even say in life, are things that daddy and I choose to make fair. Fair is a concept we create, that's not so something that's not so something funny. that's due to you or due in the world. It's something we create. Fair is imaginary, and we will create that for you if we feel you both deserve, earn, get, but fair does not exist. So take it that's out of your so, vocabulary. That's a so much clearer way of expressing something that I've said for all three of their lives that to varying degrees, it just takes chronological age for them to fully understand. I always say... Um, there's almost nothing that is fair right now. No, I say there's nothing that's fair right now because even when it feels fair to you, it's probably unfair to somebody else. But what I can tell you is in your life with your privilege, it's just the truth what we say privately in our house to our kids because it's true, right? In your life with your privilege, everything will be fair in the long run. It'll balance itself out. So this this pestilence that your younger brother gets the same screen time restrictions that you get, that you had to wait years to get, that he magically is gifted because mommy and daddy are too fucking tired to deal <laughs> right, with it. Right. Guess what? When you are older than him by the same number of years that you are today, you'll get a car and he won't. And when he, you know, and there's just differences. So it's always, there's always going to be something where you're up and he's down or vice versa. It will balance out in the long run. And if it doesn't feel like it's balanced today, Look in the past when it was unbalanced in your favor and look to the future when it will be unbalanced for or against you again. It's just it's always back and forthing. So but yours was much clearer in the in the sense that, look, we're controlling the dials. So it's never going to be fair. So you want to try and if you're looking for fairness, you really ought to be looking to keep me happy because otherwise I can crank you down to zero. Yes, <laughs> I can make sure you're nothing's ever fair. Daddy and I control yes. it. Yes, yes. I do like yours in the sake, well, like and dislike. I like yours in the fact that it's it's forcing empathy, really. Like, do you remember when I did this and it wasn't fair to your brother? Like, it's forcing them to to at least examine empathy, if not have it. Um, but also, I think you're asking them to think too much. I hear what you're saying. You're well, right. They're old it's enough. They're old enough to know. Well, because the reality doesn't work for me either. I don't want to. They fundamentally know that there is unsafeness in the world. They fundamentally know that there is pain in the world. But just by contrast, I don't want to have the operating construct be, you live in an unsafe, painful world. I don't want that to be, we had a neighbor years ago who had a daughter who was um, a real free spirit without a lot of common sense. She was also gorgeous. And so at 11 years old, this 18-year-old looking, empty-headed woman child would do things like set up a lemonade stand but forget to bring the lemonade and stand with a sign that says lemonade out at the corner by the very busy road, right? And so her mother's response, yeah, so there was constantly. That is terrifying. She was the kind of gal that would end up in a car with somebody. So, and so the mother was reasonably terrified. But when she would, one of the days when she grabbed her and dragged her back home, yelling to her face because this is what you do when you're terrified your daughter's going to get abducted. you're gonna die no she said someone's going to throw you in their car and i will never see you again you can't do these things you can't go out by yourself because someone will grab you and you'll never come home so that's very different than saying let me explain to you why you need to do this differently you can't go out by yourself because someone will grab you and you'll never come home to an 11 year old kid now she probably had lots of conversations that didn't sink in before then but and I remember I remember also years before that another parent to like a toddler when a kid like ran away in public she went and grabbed him and said someone would steal you if you run away from me again someone would steal you and I'll never see you again and I'm like yeah he's 6 is he really that's that's kind of a harsh scary he's and terrified but the truth is yeah you fucking right but do you have to say that you know, it's like, there's a man in the car with a gun versus let's not go by that car. Are you comparing like, that to my nothing is fair? Stop. I don't even no, say. No, not really. No, not really. But it's it's there's just levels of when I'm asking them to think too much when they're old enough to understand you, there's context. There are variables in the situation that go beyond. I want, I want, I want it. And they involve the people who create the environment for you have different circumstances now than we did then. And I say straight to them, the old when the older ones among them, I say, look. It's not that we were super harsh with you and then just softened up. That's in there somewhere. We also didn't have as much money. 
So when you have more resources, you share them more liberally. And when you don't, you can't. So if it feels like you had less, so do we, fucker. I mean, it's like at a certain <laughs> we point. We had less you know, too. You know, figure that shit out. So it's like, let me help you understand that I wasn't like systemically dicky toward you. Right. Um, remember in those times that you're complaining about, we had a lot of top ramen and tuna. Yeah. When you wanted to come <laughs> at what? me and say, I would like a $60 video game every single fucking day, every single fucking day, every single fucking day. I'd be like, yeah, me too, bitch. So yeah. <laughs> so I made, very different. I made that joke to Mallory the other day. I said something about top ramen. She's like, well, there's top ramen. Is there bottom ramen? Oh God. And I thought I, is. I, I wouldn't want to know what it is. So she Googles what is bottom ramen Ew. <laughs> Why do you let her have the internet? She's going to find dog eyelids, pimple so popping. She, she's like, I think it's biker slang for diarrhea. And I'm like, yeah! wow. I'm like, it that is, it is now. That checks. <laughs> <laughs> that absolutely checks. I get it. So I, I do have a light switch to the point where people in my house hear the phrase, that's not fair. And they like their eyes widen and they turn. Oh, good. So you've made it. You've made it clear to everyone. Yeah. That this is this is off limits or danger. Fair. Yeah. Fair is just a concept that I would like to completely rid our nation of. Because if our nation were to look at other nations, I think they'd shut the fuck up with the fairness thing because we are a nation of privilege. So even those here who suffer don't suffer you know, the way third world countries suffer. And it's a, it's a rough lesson and many never get it. How did you feel about fairness when you were a young whip and snap? Yeah, I mean, I, I had two older brothers and at times I would get things they wouldn't get because of age, because of I'm home, they're not, because I'm of... I'm sure because of gender, too. Because they were boys of gender. And you're the only girl. Yeah. Right. So when they would say things like, that's not fair, my answer was, you're right. And go fuck <laughs> off. No, no, I, I say that because, right. and I wonder if our approaches to it is differ, because I, for my, my mom's joke to this day, we've mentioned her at the top, if she was here, she'd be going, that was your favorite phrase. She used to say, we, you know, that you'll... Print that on your tombstone. It's not fair. That's all I would ever say. And she never said that about the other two. And I'm the youngest. And typically, you know, good news rolls downhill. So yeah. but my whole, they're, they're a little bit old. My sister has four years on me and my brother two over that. So six and four years older, they had a, they were closer together and, you know, all the rest of it going through similar milestones at similar times. So, and I had very different interests in terms of sports. So there was a lot of a lot of differences there when I'm in in middle school and the one is already graduated high school that's you know so anyway I would always say it's not fair it's not fair it's not fair because it fucking wasn't um I'm sure it was benefiting me in ways that I completely was oblivious to and so maybe that's why I'm also coming from this perspective of I get how it feels when the world around you bigger than your household and your siblings and your parents is very unfair. It's just not fair. Why this? Why, why, why? And they also maybe clamp down on me a little bit harder because my brother liked to, um, he liked to investigate where the, the, the thin areas of rules and regulations were so that they might actually have room to slip through a little bit sometimes and maybe snap or break entirely or just blow right past. (laughs) So with two older siblings, (laughs) similar to myself, the youngest of three, do you feel like the brother who found loopholes and broke, like broke your parents, maybe. Like, do you feel like it made it easier for you to be in high school and to to get away with things and do things and have things? And well, I'm sure cognitively, I'm sure that it did. But the the hard cheese is that I was really embarrassingly really yeah. I didn't do anything. Um, riotous until I got to college and then I, I blew the doors off. So, and it was saving up. I mean, it was a thoughtful, conscious effort. I was highly competitive. So that's the other thing. I was preoccupied. I was underwater four hours a day, five days a week, year round. That's not a joke. I was at practices or meets period. And it was, that's what I did. And I did it very well. And Sounds I did like it all, a all the way me. through high school. And the only reason I quit in college, truthfully, and didn't swim for the college team is because practice was at 5 a.m. And I said, fuck that. That's how lazy I am. 
and also because it's like I know at a certain point what you have to do to maintain at a certain level and continue to advance and to get up at 5 a.m. and to do all of that shit and to be coming in now sixth and seventh and it's fuck you fuck you I'd rather go you know it was that bong water right so <laughs> you know that's when Marnie was already at work for an hour right baking yeah, no, no. pizza bagels. making cracking two eggs in one hand I know she's a super fucking pro Everything about her is delightful. So <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. I tell everybody. I tell everybody because she's a direct descendant of Daniel Boone, that she's gorgeous. She's six feet tall. She has excellent night vision. She never gets <laughs> mosquito bites. She's got really tough soles on her feet so she doesn't have to wear flip-flops. She's great. Everything about her is great. We all love her. Do you not say that? Is that, is that not your lead, that she has excellent night vision? I fucking love that shit. She's um, she's exceptional. Her whole family is is. <laughs> They yeah. truly are. They truly so, are. She's a catch. She's a keeper. Yeah. Hold on tight, Lisa. Yeah. Yeah, Lisa. Speaking of Lisa, there's, uh, you know, Lovecraft Country is coming out in another week or so. It's already out, sort of. At least part of it is on IMDb, and I was frustrated again, and I'm, I'm doing a vocal shout-out here so that we'll get some listener feedback. She's not listed, and I will say, yet. She's so fucking high up in that production. Why is she not listed anywhere? I think it's because they don't have all of the episodes listed on IMDb and she must have done the second half of this show. I think she did tell us that she was doing like finale and the rest of this, but she's not listed. And if this is one of these things where she's like, yeah, I don't care about the credit. I did the job and everybody knows who it's like, no, you fucking care about the credit. That's she all that about industry th- cares about is so the credit. I hope because my husband was looking when he saw the promo for it and he said, oh, let's see what, what did Lisa do on this? And we just pulled up IMDb as we typically do. She's not fucking in there, at least not of not as of four days ago. And it could just be they have some sad data entry person sitting alone in their tiny bungalow getting takeout food because of COVID, typing and crying into the screen. Why don't I get to have a career? <laughs> um, I want to shout out so everybody knows it is a sci-fi time travel. Um, I'm both excited and terrified at the same time, which I think is the goal of this um, Peel slash Abrams um concoction although yep. I don't yep. know how many times they were on set but whatever you know if you want to pay for it we're happy to keep doing shit no, I'm, I'm sure it, I'm sure it was um as I think I remember her even saying it was they invent the thing they talk it through they they block and tackle the whole thing and they're like all right team execute so they they weren't on the ground on set but yeah. that's it's still the I previews, they probably had to approve the shit before it got cut. the previews make me shit my pants and I want to be horrifying. they're horrifying I want to be so supportive and I I love I'm not Lisa do it. and I want I'm not, I love I love her enough to know that I'm staying away she did True Blood for all those years and won all those awards for it I'm not I didn't watch that shit either do you remember when she did True Blood I have to try I mean, I have no, to try don't. I have Mm-mm. to do it at 10 in the morning when it's bright outside and I have to no. try no, no. There's, or, not en- there's not enough sleepless nights in my future to watch that fucking thing. I'm so scared. Dear listener, do you like the genre of suspense and horror? With Lovecraft- an element of race? Yeah. With uh-uh. Lovecraft Country and time travel? This is exactly what is it's for you. It might there, not- is good, there is great crazy sex in it, though, I'm told. But it's, it's like creepy sex. I have to. I have to try. It's creepy sex. I have to try. I have to try, but do me a favor. Just don't tell me it's not fair because if you do, I'm coming for you. <laughs> the, best, the best is to hear little Lisa, and I say that because I think she's even shorter than me, and I'm pretty fucking short, to hear little Lisa who, to look at her, she's just like, hello, how are you? Welcome. Can I get you, uh, can I get you a soft pillow for your chair? She's just super, super sweet and charming. And then when you get to see her professionally, you're like, fuck, fuck, I'm going to shit my pants. Here comes Lisa. Yeah. So She's for badass. her to for her to direct these crazy, naked, alien, blood-soaked, you know, horror scenes. It's going to be great. <laughs> I, I'm, I just, the whole thing, the whole thing. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, don't I have to try. I have to try. You're, you're I'm going to recommend it. You're braver than me. So the other day, my son says, I know it's for dinner. Let's go get Chipotle. And I what? said, uh, all right. I mean, you see also bottom ramen. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, oh my God. Yes. It's possible. You know what the tinfoil's for? That's Second possible. Use, catch the output. Second no. verse, same as the first. So, uh, I said, 
really? He said, yeah, it's healthy and it's affordable. Who is this? Your kid? Yes. And I said, no, first of all. No, he's been in the house too long. Mental wellness check. Time. First of all, it's not healthy. I mean, what are you comparing it to? Burger King? What are you comparing it to? Chick-fil-A? Yes, it's healthier, but it's not healthy. And let's talk about the second half of your comment. It's affordable. I pay for everything you do. <laughs> what do you mean it's affordable? For you, everything's affordable. Let's go to Morton's. For you, it's affordable. Like, what are you talking about? It's affordable. You pay for shit. What I mean, thank you for thinking of me, but... Isn't it charming, though? At least he has a yaba. He has a job. He has some economics flowing his way. And he has the presence of mind to understand that that food is a commodity. I think this is good. It's laughable, but it's very it good. It was hilarious. And he's like, yes. why are you laughing at me? I'm like, oh, you want to take it you're apart? Because you're dumb. Because <laughs> you're dumb, dumb. Yeah. Point by I point. mean, I love you. <laughs> I love you tons. But let's go point for point. You <laughs> think this is healthy. Well, what's not healthy? <laughs> There's salsa. There's chicken. I'm like, first of all, that chicken is marinated in a sugar something base, and mm-hmm. I- I'm not I'm not going through the ingredients with you. I'm telling you, right, right, and it's rolled in a laxative wrap that, and it's filled up with yeah Mm-mm. to lead you to bottom ramen. E. e. coli romaine. You know I'm going to have to make a graphic with bottom ramen for this <laughs> very oh, episode. <laughs> bottom bottom ramen, I think, is we may have landed on our title for this little <laughs> show, gang. It's the Bottom Ramen Show featuring <laughs> and oh. All right. Do you want to do your your items or do you want to get to sex in the time of coronavirus? You lead the way, chief. You've never steered us wrong in the past. You I have, think we go you have a secret confessional. I do. I do have a secret confessional in the idea that this podcast yeah. has become yeah. my my secret confessional. And it's so bizarre. Just hearkening back, it's twofold. Hearkening back to that birthday dinner with the four top. I am still amazed that our two friends listen regularly to this show. I'm still amazed that people do because my loving husband doesn't listen, period. Never listens. Every week I'll tell him, you are featured this week and it's not good. I tell him, I tell him straight up. I tell him straight up, right? In the early years, I wouldn't talk about him at all because I'm like, whatever. I just, I don't want people to know about my love and all this business. And then I'm like, fuck you, shower. Yeah. So it's okay. And then meanwhile. You Cloroxed my taint? He's getting, uh, uh, it's very clean. So now he gets texts from people. He gets shout outs from people. Who hear about this and he's like, because that's how he talks, right? That's why no, he's not on the show. Not. It's not. I was so mean when I do that. It's so awful. He doesn't sound anything like, could you imagine? So he gets all this, but despite all of this feedback, people are talking about you. People now know stories about you. Ha ha ha. I want to share this thing with you. And he, all he does is he'll come back to me and say something like, yeah, that's, that's old material. And I'm like, why? Because it didn't happen today. I'm like, first off, so I'm not even going to get into that. My point to you is this. Sitting at that four top table, I would start talking about what's getting ready to happen this week. We're getting ready to lose our, our lovely child to college and all the risk that happens. And dear God, possibly even sex in the time of COVID is coming up for him. God, God, God. So I'm like, slow it down, slow it down. And then we would talk about, are you ready? And what's happening? Are you fully packed? And I say, well, it's weird. And I would talk about how the packing goes. And then Green's Burrito says says something like yeah like the comforter like he didn't want you to buy him a comforter or the rug right he and didn't I, want and a I rug and I look at him and I look at him and I look at him and I'm like yeah and it's so creepy it's so fucking that creepy people know. because it's like and you your were husband listening. doesn't <laughs> no no my favorite part is because my first reaction gang is you were listening to my private conversation. <laughs> so, and then I'm like, oh, wait, no. I wrote that on a poster and hung it up in the bus station. So I forget that part. But then it's also, we have to catch up my fucking husband who's sitting there like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to that stupid shit. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, he doesn't say anything at all. Thanks, but he's buddy. Like, nope. <laughs> he listens to a lot of podcasts. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say about it. I also, he never really, when I would sing, he didn't really care about it. 
And it's the weirdest thing because he really, really never cared about it. And when I would sing, there are a lot of people in my life who they're only in my life because they want to talk to me about my singing and they want more of my singing and they, or people who will reach out when they hear it and they're like, that's what I want from you. Like, wow. Do you know if you were, if you were doing any, any, you know, you're knitting, there are people in your life who don't even really know you, but they're like this, you need to knit That's the more girl who me. made at the craft fair. That's the girl and who I, sat yeah. there with the scarves. Can we get, right. Yeah. And I want, and I want, and don't stop and please more. And oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So, so for me, it's singing and lots of people do that. And when I would sing, he would be like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's, it's something that she does. I had a fucking band. And he's like, yeah, that's, we would meet every week. We had concerts, you know, the whole thing. So uh, for rehearsals, we have a music room in our house that we built for this purpose with soundproofing and the whole fucking thing. And he's like, he just doesn't care about it. So I, I almost feel like this is the same sort of a thing. Maybe not. Maybe it's not. There's, you know, putting too much thought into it. And it's like. My day's really fucking full, and I don't have time to listen to it. I see you all day anyway. What are you going to say on there that I don't already know? Maybe. Who knows? Who cares? But it's not like he's he's engaged in it to go and listen on his own or to do it as like a supportive gesture, so he just doesn't fucking do it, even when he's mentioned on it. So I don't know what to say. Especially when you tell him it does not flatter him. <laughs> this week, yeah, you were... Yeah, but it, I don't know. I don't know if that would mean I would listen less or listen more. Well, what's interesting is my husband listens religiously, and he contacts your husband when there's something <laughs> he needs to know. So. He's not the only one. He's not the only one. But that's the only time he tunes in is when people say, you got to go boop, 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 boop. Right, and my husband will cut out a clip and send it to him so he can hear it. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Taught him oh new God. skills. All right, here it is. Sex in the time of coronavirus. You've waited. You're due. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. My God, my God, my God. Field research. What did you get? Well, I heard from others that it is no different than any other time. Wrap that shit up and move on, which I don't subscribe to at all. And then and then their other thought was, do you really think it's going to be a problem? And I'm like, let me introduce you to my son. So he's uh, he's in demand, and this is a pastime that I believe he enjoys engaging in. So, and really what we talked about is that, hold on to your knickers, mom of a daughter. And this is coming from parents who have a daughter. We do not. What they confirmed for me is what we already know, and that is girls are um, very different in their approach to sex and sex acts and sexual activity in this generation than anything that we are accustomed to. And I'm, I say that all very specifically because I don't want to shame anybody any more than I want to, I jokingly talk about my son in these terms. I'm not shaming him, right? If anything, we want him to have a very healthy relationship with the functions of his body, of which that is one. But girls will um, approach him from as early as seventh grade and talk about, would you like oral? Let's go. Seventh grade, older girls. And this has continued. And would you like any other thing? I don't need anything Here from is you a other menu. than any other thing from you other than um, you will be the object. Let's go. And I don't know any person, including myself, who would think that's a bad thing. So, I mean, on some level, it's like, um, all right, sure. Well, I guess. So we've had lots of talks around all of the ramifications and that's an entire podcast series that yeah that's a different talk into. that i would love we're not to even going to get into so but the difference is this so we've already had the experience that girls are fast and free-flowing and vocal and assertive um and he's not really been one to say a whole lot of no i mean he doesn't cheat on people he doesn't cheat on people he has complete respect when he's in relationships when he's not in a relationship it's like a R-rated, X-rated movie, R-rated, X-rated movie. And that's been happening for a while. And so I can't imagine that's going to change when college kids, I mean, imagine the level, the maturity level of my child now versus six months ago versus six years ago. They're three completely different people. I'm sure that's the same for all the young women who are coming to school, some of whom, like me, this is their stepping out into the world and I'm going to be different than my high school self. 
for others who have been doing this and don't see any problem with it, this is a whole new bumper crop of people to engage with. Right, but for, you're just and everything me, in between. You're giving me sex in general. You're not giving me sex in coronavirus. Nobody time. thinks it's going to change. Okay. Nobody thinks it's going to change. They think you just wrap it up twice. You wrap oh. up your face, you wrap up your goods, and stick it in. So you're That's saying it. mask sex is what you're saying. That's that's what I don't, how much are people really making out anyway these kids are gross they just dive right in pud first I don't well, know I don't what did you find out well, you the thought of that kids? gives me bottom ramen so I don't know <laughs> <laughs> my kids are a little younger than than your child in question a little bit a little bit I mean they're but they're already in high school junior year in high school and se- right? and senior this year but yes but they don't see anybody so that's really less of an option for them so my good re- keep it that way good yeah. my research was on two levels my research was on the college kid level as well as adults because i think adults have a separate smart about a separate level of caution involved with knowing that this is something we've never experienced before uh, my research told me that the adults are really recycling. They're really going back to previous familiar fucks, familiar experiences, situations, an ex-husband for one of them uh, because she knew where he'd been and she went back to it again and it was just something to scratch an itch, really. Because before you had said, no, they're not going to have sex because it's dangerous. And I said, have they had sex before? And then they're going to have it again. Like there's. A- I thought she, oh, oh, oh. I just thought you meant, have they ever had sex? They will seek it out, not find the partners you've sexed before and then go sex them up. Right, they will have it again if they've had it before. Um, I don't know, man, putting on my singles cap. Because I've and now I'm just thinking to all my friends on Facebook who have sort of in broad strokes been talking about this. I don't think that COVID, if you haven't had it in a while and you get an opportunity, if you get the opportunity for something to happen and you're an adult, I think you're going to figure out a way to gown up and make that shit go because that's, you're going to, you're going to find out a way to make it happen if there's been a dry spell and you're an adult because connecting with other adults that you even want to have sex with, whatever, that you would want to be engaged and intimate with, that's very different than you know, an hour or two from Tinder or Grindr or whatever these crazies are. Do you know what I mean? There's there's having there's having a uh, transaction and then there's having a connection, a connection, right? Transaction sex. Um, That's wrap think, it up in. I think you. It, I, yeah, I feel like you. I feel like you can ignore transaction sex. I think transaction sex doesn't happen. I think connection sex you will risk death for. <laughs> I think there's still an itch that needs to be scratched. Do you think it's the opposite? Do you think I have it? Uh, that's what I would say. I would, for connection, if I were in that situation, this for me, right? I would, the connection sex, I would, for something that's a real something or that feels different than, you know, because there's cucumbers at the produce station. I mean, there's just lots of ways to make things happen. Do you know what I'm trying to say? You got toys. I don't, I've, we've already had this show. Where I don't fuck food, but I'm just saying to you, I don't it's, fuck food. It there's the transaction is a transaction is a transaction. There's lots of world currencies. You can make that shit happen. You can't you can't make a human connection happen with an inanimate object. So that's the one that's difficult to replace. I'm going to refer you to a couple of movies that I've seen where, <laughs> where that's not the case. But I will also tell you that my research went to a college sophomore. Yes, bring it. And, and his crowd. So it's coming from a male. Well, that's um, excellent because now we have somebody who has been fucking in college and now what will you do? Right. So a lot of it was the girl next door. A lot of it was, I know this girl in this, the girl next door who know, who whose bubble I know. There's a lot of friend of a friend. You, like you pass your friends around. Like this friend, I've been hanging with her since the beginning of this. I know where she's been. She knows where I've been, but I'm not here. Have some of this. Um, there's a lot of recycling again in that crowd because you know where people have been or have more so third connection. Oh, I've been in my bubble they're combining bubbles and genitals, I assume. Um, what I found was interesting was this one specific person told me about how, you know, if you've been texting with somebody from a project that you had fall semester and you start texting again, 
they're kind of getting into phone sex more now and intense relationships through texting and through FaceTiming and, you know, slutty talk that way and, and, and fun that way. And I asked, you know, but that's you touching you and screens staring at each other, be it with thumbs or, you know, with thumbs, however, like you're looking at it. <laughs> and he said, yes to all of it. They're doing all of it. Well, hearing you talk about it, it, it just makes me think it's so strange that there's a kind of a, uh, are you sponge worthy kind yeah. of a, kind of a filter, yeah. right? Versus I was thinking of it without thinking of it that long and hard. Hey, I was thinking of it in terms of. Are you describing sex, my tile again? Dark and veiny. <laughs> sex in the time of AIDS, which is still now, P.S. It's a herpes, still now, P.S. Just the idea of. You got to value. You have to evaluate every partner as a unique circumstance. Versus, how can I get people in the same room? Meaning, let's get them all in a bucket or a bubble, and then they're suddenly safe. They're not. So I, I don't even think of it in those terms. So that's kind of an interesting mind shift to think about it. I think of every partner as being, you know, a COVID risk. So you got to decide how much am I going to get? I'm, I'm. It's walking across the highway with cars coming. Are you going to run? Are you going to go with a high traffic pattern? Are you going to go in roller skates? Like, how are you How are you going to go with a video camera and a speed? Like, what are you going to do to mitigate this intentionally deadly risk that you're taking? That's all you're doing is mitigating. There is no, and it's, it's like sex itself. Every time that you have intercourse, you are risking getting pregnant unless you don't have sex. The only way to not get pregnant is to not have sex. For many people, that's not an option. So you decide, how much am I going to mitigate it? What am I going to do? What are all the steps I'm going to do, right? Very odd to me to hear that there's sort of, well, you know, you're in my soror- you're in my little sorority, my sex club. <laughs> You've passed the sex test. I think that's a new club that they have at colleges this year, the sex club. Is it really? No, it's always been there. It's not new at all. Um, I, I loved hearing a couple of these kids' point of view. Yeah. When when they said that the relationships they're having are becoming more intense because they are more cerebral, they're more thought out, they're they're more verbal um, than they were just sexual. I mean, yeah, the transaction is even is even more risky than it was all along. There's more so connection that, than you there's have ever to, been. You have to be thoughtful about anything that previously you didn't even really need to be thoughtful And about. do you know freshmen, sophomores in college that are that thoughtful? Not no. so much. So to no. hear that that's kind of no. what's starting to go on was 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 pretty well, great. Well, and how about embrace kink? I mean, it's this is who even thought if you're talking about putting a mask on your face, what put a put on a space alien head or something and get, you know, kink it up. If all you got to do is cover off cover off those areas, no, you can't I haven't even looked into it, eyelid lady. Can you catch the COVID from your mucous membranes swapping a little bit of action? Is can is can you get COVID by injection, or do you got to get it in? Because it goes in through soft tissue membrane. That's your nasal passage. That's also your mm, and your poo poo. So droplets. I mean, that's all I know. If you're giving off, they they said it's it's not in when semen, you're swapping but it's not, juices. Oh, it's not well, but well, I don't. They don't. Have that was nobody like at know, the beginning oh, of time. Nobody knows nothing. I feel like downstairs in downtown is a okay. Just well, that's what keep, I said in the last one. My head, anal only. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, I'm not. No. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. Hey, I, that's I'm bottom ramen. Pass. Just kidding. Yeah, that'll definitely lead to some bottom ramen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. More power to you, gang and anal gangs. You have fun in your club. Anal I gang. Support, I support oh my you. God. No. From afar, I'll send you. I'll send you a card on your birthday. But out of that, no. Speaking of supporting us, hey ho ho! Is there anything you want to talk about? No, I have to leave it to you because I don't know it. Ah! I mean, I know about it, but you have all the deets. Amy announced a few weeks ago that we are becoming established on Patreon. (laughs) Out of pressure from my children. And we have a couple of sponsors. And I just want to say to those sponsors... We love you, and we are so grateful for you. Oh, and, my gosh. And you should feel the love. And the one I would like to acknowledge this week is Therese Holman 
I'm so grateful for you. I hope you're wearing your brilliant observations bag as you ride your bicycle around Sweden and hope that Amy gives more cooking (laughs) show (laughs) advice here. Um, Ever, ever, eventually. Will you? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh my gosh, it was just so exciting. This, the whole Patreon thing, we've, the kids have been badgering us to do this for years and it just, it was like, are you kidding? Come on, stop. I just started the thing by saying, it feels like I'm just talking to you. I don't even really think that there's anything happening until. That hundreds couple, of people are eavesdropping. Until a, <laughs> a couple hundred people say, bing, 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 bong, 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 bong. So to actually reach out, find us on Patreon, contribute, and it, as fate would intervene, it actually proof of that acknowledgement happened on my actual birthday. So, wow, what a gift. And thank you. And I'm glad that you're enjoying us enough to feel engaged in that way. You definitely have given us a gift right back. Thank you. We'll work on those masks as well that say bop or <laughs> <laughs> yes, Brill Lab Squad. Um, you accepted a challenge, my love? Oh, have you seen these black and white images of women going around on Instagram? And it says something called challenge accepted. Right. And so if you dig into that, it's people posting a black and white selfie of themselves. And the idea is to find a really good, beautiful, perhaps unusually striking selfie of yourself in black and white and post it and then nominate other people. And circulating around the United States, this has turned into an empowerment thing. Let's talk about women empowering women. And if you really dig into it, somewhere in the origins, whether it's true or not, somewhere in the origins, the idea is this started in Turkey yep. as, a, as a response to the only time that women would see their own photographs in black and white is when they were printed in the newspaper or in media because they were murdered. lost, lost, murdered, or, or worse, and people were looking for them. So it was, it was trying to reclaim the idea of women's faces and putting it out there. That, that is a noble cause. It reads to me as if, I don't know that I really believe it or buy it. It I, took I, a I, dog I, leg here, though. I, well, I feel like, really, that's what we're... But at the same time, if okay, even if that's false... I could, I think, yeah, I don't want, I don't want women to have the only representation of themselves in that way, even if that's a lie. Yeah, I support that lie. Yeah, sure. So in the United States, whatever. So I was like debated back and forth. Should I do this thing? I'll get comments from people going, this is so self-serving. What's putting a picture of you? And then I thought, isn't that the whole fucking point? Isn't that the whole fucking point that as women, we value on some level our own femininity, our own, uh, our own inner beauty and outer beauty. We value it. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that we're not talking about superficial, ridiculous nonsense, but to feel beautiful and to celebrate that you feel beautiful, however you happen to look, even this is the zenith. When you feel beautiful with no makeup and no filter, that's an accomplishment. And for people who are hearing me say it and go, geez, I'm here to tell you, fuck and you. It's an accomplishment. That's my favorite. It really, it really is. And it's, it, I, I was censoring myself like, that's nothing. That's stupid. That's, and the answer is, no, it's not nothing. To, to feel in the, the, the raw body that you're in that you are beautiful and worth celebrating enough that you want to say it to somebody else that's shaking off layers of no, 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 no that you've been told. And that's what's empowering. It's not the idea of everybody look at me and take a picture and put the spotlight on me and draw the Beyonce fan on me. That's totally not it. It's your empowerment to shake off all the no's that prevent you from doing it. More than the black and white, and I understand the published in the paper, missing, murdered, mostly murdered. Um, I like the raw. I like the, this. I mean, I hate to quote, uh, Camp Rock and Demi Lovato, but this is real. This is me. This is exactly how I'm supposed to be. Boy, I'm going to take shit for that quote right there. I think it's time for you to get out of the house. I think okay. I think it might be, but I think it might be time to watch Camp Rock again. Dear listener, tell us. <laughs> tell us something. Uh, tell us anything. Tell us if you've had bottom ramen. Tell us all the good stuff, how you're dealing with sex in the time of coronavirus, how you're dealing with 
uh, the shit you see online, how you're dealing with everything. How is your sanity? Are you (laughs) staying sane? So that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. And we just want to tell you, reach out and find us on all the socials at Listen Brilliant, wherever you social yourself. You can write us at Listen Brilliant at gmail.com. You can find us on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search for Brilliant Observations, where you'll see a page and can share some information, money, tips, all your happiness. And we're going to delete all of this because it's really dumb. And now Melissa's going to do that social media shout out that we love hearing every time. Yeah, no, I'm totally using that. That's super <laughs> shitty. Don't use it. I don't know what to fucking say. It's dumb. And also we're on T Public. T E E public. And that's where I put up on occasion like you could buy this shirt. You could buy Yeah, you know what you need to do? You need to you need to put our graphic on a mask. They had that there and I thought who's never going to fucking do that? All right, I'll do it. Would you wear it? I'm not wearing a beat, really beat. Okay, I'll do one. I'll do 10. She's giving me very big, angry eyes. I'll put yeah. a thing on a. You could do it, big, too. angry eyes. You could do it, too. You could do it. I don't know what you're doing, too, because you could do it, too, the whole time. You could go up onto T-Public and do it, too. <gasps> She's got a Brilliant Observations podcast T-shirt. Wow, that's really nice. Why do I not have one? Oh, because I have it to is- order one because I'm a fucking chump. It is so soft. Oh, it look. is it is the perfect weight. It's not a heavy weight, which is oh, not really good. what I want in t-shirts anymore cuz no, I like to put on gross. Yeah. L- I like to put on lots of layers and then slowly take them off. But look at this. It's beautiful. It really is. I want to get You ordered that from our thing? I ordered that and I ordered stickers so <laughs> people like Therese could get a, a sticker from us for so I could send them out. I want I want the Maybe Today Satan. I think that one's super cute. I want to get the Maybe Today Satan shirt. I think I will get it. It's good that they're nice shirts. Good they for you. Nice good shirts. for you, T Public. T E E Public.com. All the stuff is in the show notes, but I mean who reads that stupid shit anyway? Again. Bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs>